In 2009, Dr. Daniel Clem of Muhlenberg College presented a paper at a conference of the International Partners in Flight titled Avian Mortality at Windows, the Second Largest Human Source of Bird Mortality on Earth. The news media picked up on it, and suddenly conservation biologists were being inundated with questions about window collisions. Because they had long been saying the problem was trivial compared to the huge problem of habitat loss, they launched their own studies to finally prove their case and put the issue to rest. Except, oops, their own studies proved that Clem's numbers were spot on. But rather than admit they'd been wrong to dismiss his work for over a quarter century, they made it sound as if their scientists had just discovered a new problem. In 2017, I got an email invitation to attend an online seminar sponsored by two of the most prestigious bird conservation organizations about window collisions and ways we can minimize them. The description said the presenter had, quote, discovered after a thorough literature search that there was, quote, virtually no science or basis for most recommendations. As a stay-at-home mom in the 1980s lugging a baby or a toddler to the University of Minnesota Duluth Library, I'd unearthed more research than this scientist did with all her access to modern databases and with all the additional research on both collisions and how to prevent them that Daniel Clem and now others had produced since the 80s. I was mystified. The way our country allocates so very few resources for conservation work, researchers, institutions, and organizations must scrabble for every donation and grant leading to cutthroat competition. As more researchers started working with glass manufacturers, they stayed in competitor rather than collaborator mode. At this point, no glass is 100% bird safe, but to find the best realistic alternatives, scientists must remember that the whole point of this critical work is to protect birds, not to shore up their own standing and funding by ignoring or even attacking others trying to solve the same problems. Meanwhile, in recent months, I've been getting mass emails from the Ornithology Center at Muhlenberg College with subject lines such as, Experts warn the native plants may create ecological traps, filled with dire warnings against growing native plants because windows are the real problem. I've had breast cancer and two heart attacks. Should I start sending out mass emails telling people to forget about colonoscopies? Keeping our bodies and our birds safe and healthy both involve multiple approaches at the same time. Since my very first radio programs in 1986, I've been encouraging growing native plants and using best practices for bird feeders even as I've also focused on making our windows as bird-safe as possible. It's a no-brainer. 
I'm dismayed that the very scientist who was the victim of other scientists minimizing the value of his research on window collisions for so many decades is part of a new effort to minimize the importance of backyard habitat. It's not either or. Safe glass and natural habitat are both essential for the future of birds. Whether we have expertise in a single conservation issue or a hundred, whether our primary focus is native plants, window collisions, pesticides, cat predation, climate change, bird-friendly certified coffee, beef production, mowing schedules to protect nestling bobolinks and meadowlarks, or anything else, and whether we're individuals on our own or part of larger institutions or organizations, let's all of us who care about birds aim our fire at what's hurting them, not at one another. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.